the one we need to. Okay. <laughs> so what was the last thing we said that was of any value? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Welcome to the Broken Vase Podcast, where Libby and I will wrestle with the question of brokenness. Are we too broken to be put back together? Is there anything we can do to fix this hole inside of our hearts? Does anyone else feel as broken as I do? Tune in every other Friday at 8 a.m. for these questions to be answered. You can listen anywhere podcasts are found. And with that out of the way, enjoy pure, unfiltered banter for myself and the wonderful Libby. And please forgive us, for we do not know how to podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everyone. This is the Broken Face Podcast. Hey, guys. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Wow, this is... This is good. This is good. I it's think this a, is going to be really good. It's been a while of us planning this since maybe like October-ish. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been like two years. When was that worship night? We were sitting at a worship night. No, we were at the beginning of a worship night. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, wait, I talked too. That's crazy. We should like, we banter. make a podcast. We should make a podcast and we- call it the Broken Base Podcast. Okay. We can just uh, pray right into this. Father, I pray over this time, this podcast, Lord, that our words will be uplifting to one another and to you, Lord, that every single word that is spoken will just be truth, Lord, that even when we are unfaithful, you are faithful, Father. And Lord, I just thank you for all your goodness and your mercy that, yes, we are a broken people. We are just broken vessels, broken vases, but you put us back together through uh, your son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, I just pray that this podcast can be a time where we can just uh, release from this uh, world of uh, just responsibilities and different things like that, Lord, and that we can just enjoy just speaking to one another and learning more about you and fellowshipping. It's in your precious and holy name and through the Holy Spirit that I pray. Amen. Amen. So today we just kind of wanted to, wanted to introduce ourselves, give our testimonies, different things like that. And just kind of let you guys know who we are before we release other episodes that are going to be a little bit more topical and more themed towards the brokenness of humanity. We're all friends. We're all broken here. Mm -hmm. Hey, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. We're broken just just like you. We just have a mic. And we're broken. Well, I am a senior in high school. And I also, I have a YouTube channel. I also used to make teaching videos on TikTok for a little bit. I don't do that anymore, though. Except I kind of want to do that, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. Let's see. Pray about it. Yeah, you know, about it's usually helpful. <laughs> I am Parker Roush. I am a freshman in college. If you really want to know what college I go to, I go to UNG, and I'm a, a business management major. I plan on being a youth pastor, and currently I'm a leader at a, a ministry called Refresh. And we recently rebranded to Refresh Sunday nights, but that's so. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Refresh. I've, that's actually how I met Libby. Yeah, I showed up. No, because I was with my friend, and she was like, "Oh, wait, oh, let's mm-hmm. go to this Bible study." And I was actually gone out of town, and then I came back in town, and I was like, "Okay, fine, I'm going to go to this Bible yeah. study because I finished all my homework." And so I showed up, and we actually didn't talk. No, we the didn't. First day we didn't talk that I went. Time. And then you asked me to prom. Yeah, and then I told her I was <laughs> taking her to prom, and then and that's how we met. That's how we met. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that's great. We have a great track record. We have a great, actually, our one year friend anniversary is in nine days. 
That's so exciting. It is so exciting. I... We're starting this podcast <clears throat> right before that. So basically, our inspiration to start the Broken Vase podcast is we had this running joke for a little <laughs> bit after maybe it was going into the summer where we would just yell at each other, you're broken. Yeah. Or, well, we would also ask it to each other. I think anytime you would do something, I would go, uh, are you broken? Yes, you started it. Yeah. So yeah. then I would return like, yes, are you, you're broken. You're broken. So it seems maybe not very uplifting, but it kept us humble. Yeah. Oh, no, because it really did. I was like, no, because I am. I'm, yeah, that's who I am. We're extremely broken. Just a broken people. We're just humble, contrite hearts who are ready to seek the Lord. I really like that word contrite. Me too. I was researching the word contrite, and I was like, you used it? I just did. Good I, job. Did you hear me use it? I think I did just hear you use it. I'm crazy like that. Well, our inspiration for the Broken Podcast, when we went to a little coffee shop to discuss, mm -hmm. to discuss after so long of talking about it, and finally we like got together, Yeah. Um, we found Psalm 5117, which is, uh, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. I added so many notes to it because I was just breaking down the words. It's like, what does broken mean? <laughs> I love that little coffee shop meeting because half of it, probably more than half of it, was just spent just trying to figure out, like, <laughs> Making different emails, getting yes. words, making that Instagram, all these different things <laughs> that I don't think we're done yet either, but so much fun. Yeah, I don't think we ever finished that. No, we have a few other stuff to do, but it's okay. Other verses that came to mind when I was just thinking about the Broken Vase podcast, right? Psalm thirty four eighteen says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So, kind of what this whole podcast is themed about is that we are broken, but the Lord is near. And then Isaiah fifty seven fifteen says, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and the holy place. And also with him who is a contrite and lowly spirit, to revive the spirit of the lowly, and to revive the heart of the contrite. So we have two different instances of contrite. Libby, what does contrite mean? Contrite in the definition that I found in Psalms 51, it said to crush. And so there was a quote that I found on Bible study tools that said, a contrite heart slash spirit is when a person's inner man is broken down so they no longer run after the things they wanted, but surrender to what God wants. Okay, cool. So to end that verse, it says, since you revive the heart, contrite. Basically, the heart that has been crushed. Yeah. After you're crushed, there's nowhere else to go. Right. You have it's, to go to the Lord. You know, it's submission. It's mm -hmm. um, admitting your weakness. Yeah. Contrite is like giving up a malleable heart yeah. in a way. Malleable is also a good word. I think that's one of my favorite words. That and meekness. It meekness is pretty sick. Meekness is good. Malleable makes me a little uncomfortable. I hesitated before I said Old. it. I was trying to find is Hebrews 12, 2 through 3. It says, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despite the shame and the seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary of faint-heartedness. What I found that verse right i was just thinking man so jesus was also bruised and battered and all these things that we were going through like because he himself t was tempted he's able to help those who are being tempted because he suffered he's able to help those who are suffering all these different things like that so truly if you're a broken man or a woman like <laughs> your voice is changing while you're laying down and it's really <laughs> the perfect person to go to is someone who's 
been through the same thing yet did it perfectly. Right. Like he was broken, mm-hmm. but somehow he was he wasn't. Like, he, he was broken and battered. He slayed. But he slayed. <laughs> and because of that, man, our lives should just point to that, right? Right. That's unbelievable. And that's something that I really mm-hmm. want to be able to just discuss as like we were saying earlier, like each episode after this is gonna be a little bit more topical where it kind of becomes more teachings and different scenarios in our lives that or maybe even different scenarios in the real world, right? Right. Like Ariana Grande. Like What's Ariana Grande. Right she's like, well, she's not she's not Big Sean's ex. <laughs> she's not Niall's new girl. She's Ariana Grande. <laughs> if you don't want to hear about it, then don't talk to her. Uh, <laughs> just how man this whole society is broken it's all based off of brokenness and yet trying to cover it up with success with wealth and all these different things so we i really want to be able to unpack that you know just kind of like Ugh. oh and that's what we're gonna do these next uh however many episodes like, so as we're kind of talking about the brokenness right our inside joke are you broken you're broken are you broken? like that are you broken <laughs> I kind of just want to ask you, are you broken? What does that mean? Why does it have any value to you? And yeah, different mm-hmm. things like that. What have you kind of found to answer that question of brokenness? Well, first of all, I am broken and so are you. <laughs> Loser. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I defined, well, I looked up what the definition of broken was. And it says, having been fractured or damaged and no longer in one piece or in working order. And when it said like in working order, that made so much sense mm-hmm. because like at the beginning in Genesis, you know, God's like, Hey guys, here's a garden. Here's man. Eat everything except for the tree. <laughs> Eat everything except for the tree. Um, <laughs> except for the tree. And then, you know, they uh, do exactly that. Exactly they that. eat out of the tree because we were tempted. And then we gave into that temptation. We broke the perfection that we were supposed to be mm-hmm. and what we once were. And so now this is old Testament time. Now we're like, okay, well now there's kind of a disconnect. Yeah. It's like, we have to find a place to be with God. And so, you know, we go through the old Testament, all these laws and stuff. And it's like, uh, uh, you know, we got to do all these laws, but instead God is like, okay, here's the fact of the matter. Here's my child. And um, he is going to die for you mm-hmm. because that's how much I love you is I'm going to take my own, my own kid, my own flesh and blood, <laughs> and I'm going to put him on a cross and he's going to be the ultimate pure sacrifice. Because if you go through Leviticus, which I suggest, mm-hmm. I suggest if you want, Banger. do you agree with this or not? That if you want to know how broken you are, you have got to read through Leviticus because yeah. that's, what he stopped us from having to do every single day of our lives, every three seconds. Like we don't have to do that anymore. We yeah. don't have to follow 613 laws. Just to piggyback off that, <laughs> kind of just kind of going off what you said to bounce. I like bounce. To bounce. <laughs> to bounce. Uh, just to bounce. Just to bounce. <laughs> I, I've been, I've listened to this podcast called the Bama podcast for what seems like a year. And they have such a great illustrations and they like kind of going through the old Testament on how, the moment Adam and Eve sinned, right? That was when God was putting his plan into action of putting the world back together. Yeah. Like a broken puzzle, right? Yeah. So now we're, you go to the, you go to the Israelites. He's bringing Israel out of Egypt. He's removing Egypt out of Israel, 
right? To kind of see, no, you don't get your value from working. You don't get your value from specifically making bricks is what Israel was doing in Egypt. They're making bricks. That was their whole value. So he taught them how to rest. That's why the Sabbath is so important. He brought them through 40 years to get to the promised land where we look at it and like, man, that punishment was terrible. But it was 40 years of Israel learning how to know who God is. Because before they had no idea who this God was. They knew it was the God of their fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But they didn't know who he was. So think of it as like a honeymoon. Mm -hmm. So you go through 40 years of just truly getting Mm -hmm. to know who the Lord is. God putting them back together slightly. And then you get to the promised land. Like the new Garden of Eden, right? Where they could just worship the Lord. And then they messed it up. They screwed it up just like Adam and Eve. So you go through all that. You go through the prophets. You go through judges. Actually, judges are first. Then you go to the prophets of them being in exile in Babylon, Assyria, Persia, all these mm-hmm. things. Just how we go through so many different battles. We we think we're doing good. We worship the Lord. We get our worship game right. We get our worship game get right. Get your worship game get your right. Worship game right. <laughs> and then we stop worshiping the Lord. Then we start mm-hmm. worshiping ourselves. So that's just the Lord inviting us to work with him to put the world back together. And then, like you said so perfectly, Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice. I think the number one story that points out the fact of like literally how broken we are is one story where the Israelites, like God sends manna from the sky, yeah. literally bread falling from yeah. the sky. With the and they're like, stop, you're not going to get us water. You're not going to get us meat. You're not going to give us anything. Like, you just literally watched loaves of bread falling from the sky. There is water coming from the rocks and yeah, bread exactly. coming from the sky. And you are saying he's not going to provide. It's like, come on now. Mm-hmm. You're broken. Yeah. This You're is broken. Like of us broken. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. That is it. That's what it is. So my name is Parker. Like I said earlier, I'm just going to give my testimony. Let you not let you guys know <laughs> about more I am as Libby dies laughing. So to let you guys know more about me, I grew up in a Christian home. I went to many just uh, different camps, different events, did all the things that a Christian should and a, uh, like a like a young child in a Christian home would, would be expected to do. But I did not have a relationship with Christ whatsoever. And there are many examples in my life that I can kind of look back on and realize that uh, I was not a believer yet. Like I specifically all throughout middle school, I wore a mask, especially even early high school. I wore a mask where I just wanted people to think that I was a such a strong believer, very knowledgeable in the word. But at the same time, I was just very uh, narcissistic and thinking that I was trying to convince people to think that I was this just this great believer. It all kind of came crashing down in 2019, right before COVID hit, where I had this back injury i was a gymnast or i really just tumbled but i dude you were on tumblr i was on tumblr <laughs> oh my god did you ever see me mm, uh i think i saw you in a flower crown once i remember on tumblr yeah on tumblr oh yeah so i was a tumblr and i stress fractured my back and my whole life was like wow this kind of <laughs> sucks and it was just going to covid i kind of just sat around and did nothing got extremely depressed And looking back on it, I was like, man, this was such a great opportunity to kind of just dig into the word, do all these different things. But I was also just a freshman in high school, and I did not exactly understand how to use my time well. And I was not mature yet. I don't believe that I was a believer at this point. And I just let all of that well up, just a bunch of self-pity, a lot of pride. And because 
we think of pride as thinking of yourself too highly, but it's really just thinking of yourself too much. So I was thinking of myself too much. By that point, I was just thinking too low of myself. But it was still pride because I wasn't thinking of others. I was truly just wallowing in my guilt and my pity. And uh, yeah, like I said, I was extremely prideful despite truly hating myself. Very depressed, like suicidal thoughts, all of that jazz, as well as just struggling with lust, pornography, all of that. And it was really hard time before Christ. And so it was very hard to kind of get through all of that, even going out of COVID, like immediately, like being able to see friends again, but I was still just a broken man, like a broken person who had no idea what to do with his life. Yo. So basically I get to uh, this camp. It's called, it was at a school in Tennessee called Covenant College. At this camp in, in 2021, it was July, I believe. And God had been working in my heart all summer, just trying to push me towards him, like through the Holy Spirit. And I remember, so let me give you the setting, right? As Libby stares off of the abyss, <laughs> I, there was a dodgeball game, right? No way. Imagine being a sophomore in high school when you know that there's a dodgeball game after the sermon. You're not thinking about the sermon, right? You're thinking about winning this dodgeball game. Yeah. That's what everyone does, right? As a man, yeah. As a man, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I'm the only man. <laughs> That's ever, ever lived. <laughs> That's ever lived. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Adam? So I was at this this sermon, right? And just before I had this great time in small group, I was thinking, okay, I just have to make it through this sermon and then we get this dodgeball game afterwards. But then they had a man come up and speak about this uh, organization called Compassion, which like through it, you can sponsor kids in like third world countries and like help them just really provide for them. It's only like a certain amount of money per month. And I really felt challenged during this. And I was already at the point where a lot of emotions played into it. And I kind of just heard the Lord's voice for the first time in my life. And all I heard was simply obey. It was just two words, but it changed the track of my life where immediately after that, I was like, okay, this is real. This isn't just something that I grew up that I'm supposed to believe in. It was something real. Like the Lord of this whole universe, the designer of the whole universe talked to me. I was still broken, but Jesus had begun putting me back together. Now, you guys get to hear my Lord. Oh! And Libby's so excited for the Lord, so... I'm so ready for this. Before I was 18, right? This is probably around, like, later years of high school. And uh, so I considered myself a believer after committing my life to Jesus Christ uh, around probably when I was 16 and 21. So I was determined to get to know Jesus as a friend, right? And get to know him as a savior and Lord. So that's what I did. I tried to read my Bible more, kind of struggled, was on and off about it, but I was still like being sanctified. And sanctified is just a very large word for just being made holy, being made more like Christ. And yet, like I said, I was still broken. It was a roller coaster and I failed so much. And, but the Lord is good. And the Lord gave me this opportunity, like I was speaking earlier about this ministry called Refresh. And Refresh was something that two of my best friends uh, came to me with. And basically what it was, was just a ministry that we could pour into people our age, people younger than us. And it all started at the same summer camp, but a year after in 2022, when one of my best friends, her name is Nani, she had this, uh, this great community at this camp where they were able just to uh, feed into each other or feed into one another, just have a great time talking about the Lord. And she was like, man, we should actually do something about this. Like we should actually, at first we were going to call it at the window because they would, sneak <laughs> out, they would sneak out of their rooms and meet these girls 
at the window and just talk Ooh. about Jesus until like pretty late in the night. And it was really cool. So she came to me and my other best friend, Bryson, and just kind of said like, man, this is such a cool opportunity. So we kind of took that and we, we ran with it and the Lord was so good. So we started doing that in the fall of 2022. So now it's been about a year and a half where every Monday night we would meet, we would fellowship, we would worship the Lord, and we'd just give a message, different things like that. And now this is a specific memory that would have, that an example that would have stopped me from ever meeting Libby. This was, this is unreleased information. I haven't heard this information. So I remember the winter of 2022 was like one of the worst times of my life, right up when like I had the back injury, like during COVID. I truly depressed, like hated myself. I hated myself to the point where I thought I just like, I truly wanted myself to go to hell more than I thought that like Jesus could bring me to heaven. Like that was at the point where, like I said, still prideful, still thinking about myself too much, but just completely hated myself. And I remember this was, I think, January. So this was when I was 17, about to turn 18. And Nani, Bryson, and I were having a meeting for Refresh. And I was going to go and tell them that I was quitting. Because I just, I didn't think that, like, such a broken man as I who would be able to lead. And Dude, that'll remember, happen. the Lord just not letting me quit. Like, the words just wouldn't come out of my mouth. And thinking back on it, imagine if I did quit. I would have never met Libby. I wouldn't be sitting on this ping pong table right now. Yeah. Giving like speaking oh, yeah, sitting on a podcast, sitting table. on a ping pong table. It's okay, and I wouldn't have met any of the Linear Hills people. Yeah, I wouldn't have met Dan. Dan. Oh, Dan! <laughs> There's so many people, oh, so many like dude, lovely so people. Oh, Dan's a great guy, and mm-hmm. it would have truly changed how my life would look like right now. But like I said, God was faithful, and He continued to provide. And the night, like I remember, the night before I turned 18, finally I was like, okay. I'll stop hating myself. I'll allow you to love me more than I hate myself. And then I remember being at my church, worshiping the Lord, and God once again speaks to me. He says, teach. Like, what does that mean? And I really just felt a call and like a pull to ministry. And something that I've always been passionate about, especially going through my struggles in my high school career, is youth ministry. Immediately after that, I was like, okay, let's send it. And now, 2024, right? That's the year. This is who you are. This is who I am. So 2024, <laughs> I... Still broken. Still broken, though. <laughs> though my word of the year is partnership. And I want to be able to learn, how does one be a, be a partner of the Lord? Like I'm reading through the Old Testament <laughs> and how Israel were partners of the Lord. He asked them to be friends of him, like servants of him, but also partners. How do I do the work of the Lord? even as a broken man as I, right? A broken vessel who's going to fail. He's going to be good, and then he's going to fail, then he's going to fail again. And then maybe he'll have a moment of being good, but then he's going to fail again. So what does that look like? So I'm trying to memorize scripture. I'm trying to evangelize more, trying to be more open about my faith. Basically, it's uh, Matthew 5, 13 through 16, which talks about being the salt and the light of the world, where I can just be Jesus to others. And that is where I am right now. All of that has led me to sitting on this ping pong table, staring into the eyes of Libby. <laughs> the application of partnership. The application of partnership. So now I'm going to pass the baton. I'm going to ta- pass the torch. You're going to I'm going to pass the mic to Miss Libby. Well, this is exciting. Um, I actually also, I grew up in a Christian home. 
Um, and I went, I went to church like my whole life growing up, but I also, I didn't really understand what Christianity was. I didn't understand like who God was or anything like that. I was kind of just like, you know, I go to church, I have fun, I have my friends there, and then that's it. I didn't pay attention to any teaching or anything like that. But <clears throat> so I didn't have like a very close and personal relationship with my, my dad growing up. So that kind of added to not really knowing people talked about God being like a father. I was like, okay, well, I mean, I don't necessarily know because I'm not that close to him what that means. So I kind of growing older, I around seventh grade got pretty depressed. I was like, okay, well, I don't really see any purpose. Mm -hmm. And I had a lot happening in my family life that was like, okay, well, there's not good stuff happening. I feel uncomfortable right now. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, so he's not loving then. And uh, he's rude. I never didn't believe that he was real. I just didn't believe that he was loving or like mm -hmm. there for me. I was like, okay, well, you're a loser. Leave me alone. Uh, I don't believe that now. I'm not saying well, that right okay. now. Yeah. But yeah, so I got really depressed. I was like, okay, well, I don't see any purpose in life. Like I genuinely was like, there's no reason why I'm here. So I don't really know why I still am. So that led to a lot of suicidal thoughts. And, you know, I fell into stuff like self-harm. And um, I had like child protective services came to my house and stuff. It was like crazy. But Hello. that was crazy. But anyway, that helped me, you know, I got into therapy, stuff like that, worked mm -hmm. through it. I got a little bit better. And then freshman year, I went back down into yeah. depression. And I fell into a lot of addictions. I fell into like drinking and pornography and whatnot. And those I fostered for a long time. And it was just not good. And I had really bad friends, really bad people around me who you know, we would mostly just make fun of each other, which was kind of sad now that I look back on it because those girls were so like sweet, mm -hmm. but we would just make fun of each just other. Just not uplifting? Like, just not. Like you broken? Yeah. Well, a I mean, bit. we were all broken. We were all broken. So it's like, you know, if you're not solid in your faith, you're not going to be solid in any other area. So yeah. obviously we're making fun of each other. So, so anyway, I was struggling with my friends and then I was going to switch schools. I was going to the school, the school I go to now. And I was like, I hate this school. I don't like it anymore. And I was going to switch schools and I was like, I don't want to be friends with the people I'm friends with right now. And switching schools, it didn't work out. I just continued going to the same school I was going to. But after that whole experience of like deciding I didn't really want to be around the people that I was around, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to cut everyone off in my life and isolate myself because mm -hmm. I didn't know why I felt like everyone was bad because I I mean, I didn't necessarily see an issue with it. I was like, maybe I should actually try and find a purpose so that like, if I'm going to live until I'm like an adult, you know, yeah. I should probably have a reason to. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of, I was in isolation, didn't have any friends, didn't really talk to anybody for probably around like two months. And then, um, one of my, like someone that I met at school, you know, we didn't talk outside of school a lot. Um, but she became my friend and she invited me to a football game. This is Lily. She invited oh, really? me to a football game and <clears throat> I went and she also invited her friend Maddie because Maddie was also going through a lot. And 
I don't know, man. We were literally polar opposites. And then we like bonded. I was like this emo, like black hair, like, oh, I, dude, I had hoops. My hoops were down my shoulders. Your hoops? My hoops. I was wearing hoop earrings, but my hoops were longer than the length of my hair. And Maddie's just over here, just this dainty, dainty lady. And, you know, we became best friends. And mm. she was, like, a crazy reflection of Christ in my life. Like, she was so loving, so kind. And she would just help me, like, just think about stuff in a way, different way than I was thinking about them. Because I'm pretty, like, is pessimistic the right word? Yeah, pessimistic. I'm pretty pessimistic. Pessimistic. I just, you know, it was really good. And her and Lily were very kind. And then they were both like, hey, you should go to this camp in the summer. And I was like, well, I don't have any other friends, so I'm just going to go to this camp. Yeah. And that was Look Up Lodge. Dude, Look Up Lodge had such Dude. a great impact on both of us. Oh, Look Up Lodge is so good. Mm-hmm. So I went, and the whole entire theme of the week was um, just a gospel. Just like straight, like going through who God is, who Jesus was, what happened, blah, blah, blah. And this was the first time that I actually like paid attention and like, listen to okay this is what is happening this is who god is this is how to have a relationship with god which i didn't even know that i was supposed to have like a committed relationship with him Mm -hmm. i just was like okay you read your bible because i was reading my bible before i went because after i became friends with batty i was like okay yeah i should do that (laughs) but i wasn't like talking or like praying or like thinking about any of it i was just like reading my bible i'm like okay this is probably good for me anyway So I went and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Um, I should probably start doing this. And so then after that week, I like went home. I was like, dude, this guy is gnarly. This guy meaning God? Yes. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this guy means God. (laughs) But yeah, and then I got COVID immediately after I got home. And I was just, but I was so joyful. Dude, I was just, I read Ecclesiastes was the first book I read, which is so like, right. It's perfect. You know, because all of my favorite books are all the ones that people are like, no, that is so depressing. depressing. No, like Lamentations, Ecclesiastes and Job, dude. Dude, we're such friends. I know. We're so like We're just like such best friends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're both broken people. Yeah. So our testimonies kind of back that up a little bit. Pretty much. now as we are talking about jesus we both still have no idea yeah i still dude i still have even after being a believer dude you mm-hmm. still got baggage yeah for sure everybody has baggage and that's just the way that it goes yes, it <laughs> i think i like this but i'm <laughs> no, that's a talk <laughs> hey it's me voiceover parker we did not film an ending to this episode of course me and libby don't know how to podcast, but I would just like to say thank you all for listening. We are uh, filming episodes and releasing them every other Friday, tackling different topics about brokenness. So if you uh, if you liked what you heard, share with a friend. Let us know. We appreciate it truly. And have a blessed week. And remember that Jesus can heal you even if you're broken. And to wrap this all up. We just compiled a compilation of all the bloopers because this episode truly took a lot out of us for some reason. We were just talking about ourselves, but apparently we don't know how to do that. So enjoy these bloopers and have a great week. I, where's that 1% at? You taking that just for kicks? Yeah, just for kicks and giggles. You just don't want me to be 100% right. It's because I'm a woman, isn't it? (laughs) I have to be 1%, right?
You can take the other. Who said you have to be one? Me, the man. Can't believe that. (laughs) We start brawling. It's gonna turn into like a murder mystery, like escape room. Who done it? It's like a. It's like a. Can we get some role playing in the chat? Yo, can we get some role playing? (laughs) So. (laughs) Okay, so basically, my name is Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Do your intro. Um, I'm gonna be able to clip these together. We need to oh, pretend okay. like there's people in the room. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what we need to. Do. Okay. So, what was the last thing we said that was of any value? I don't remember. Gosh. Hey guys. Hey guys. Oh. How are you doing? This is. I can give my testimony just to start, so that you guys can kind of know a little bit more of who I am. <laughs> and Libby's just gonna add snide and. Contrite remarks as I... Contrite? It's not the right word. Yeah, it is. Don't worry about it. So, like I said, my name is Parker. I grew up in a Christian home, just like I'm sure a good amount of us have. But if you haven't, like, every single testimony is powerful. And just... Yeah. I'm going to do that again because, well... Because if you haven't grown up in a Christian home, you're a scum of the earth. Because if you haven't... Oh. I laugh. It's okay. Hey, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing? This is the Broken Base Podcast. <laughs> I'm Parker. <laughs> I'm just being 